Hi, and welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach and author of Food Truck 101, Beginner to Winner. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. All this week, I've been talking to Chef Skyler out of Texas. He is owner of three different food concepts, and we explore his unique vision for the food vending industry. Technology is our topic today, and the ability of technology to connect the food truck owner with their guests. Tell me about some of the common challenges you see, especially the mistakes that newcomers might make when they jump into this industry. As, and I think that I alluded a little bit about this earlier as well, is that number one, doing it all. Number two, not using the technology, right? I mean, I, I should say, you know, now that we are all a part of this group, you know, learn from each other, learn from others' mistakes, you know, take as many classes as possible. I love taking classes. I mean, I love giving classes, you know, uh, I love taking classes as well, because, you know, take the classes because the number one commodity that you have, we all have is time. You know, if you can learn from Mm -hmm. somebody's experience of 20 years to, let's say, you know, do something and, you know, build a website or have an engagement platform or something like that in one month, take that advantage, you know, pick that person's brain. You know, we have a group so you're not alone doing it alone you know it's so doing it alone doing it all don't do it all pick your battles help your customer decide and then take baby steps you know i have people who have pulled two three four five hundred thousand dollars in restaurants i know it i i have friends who are like i I put a half a million dollars in a restaurant chef i want you to come in and i'm like no i don't know because I don't know that concept is not well defined. I don't know who the customer is it. Why are they going to come? I mean, those are some of the questions that, unfortunately, in from my technology where I was building software, these were the questions that I would ask, we get asked all the time. You know, you're building software is a lot like cooking food. You know, you're not building software because it's just a software in thin air. You're building it to solve a specific problem for a specific customer who is willing and able to pay you to solve that problem. So for example, not understanding your market dynamics. So for example, if you're a food trucker next to universities, you got a bunch of hungry kids. They really don't care about health and nutrition. They just want to eat good, even though the next generation I see now, they're more vegan and they're, and divide and conquer. You know, don't have to be like I did farmer's market late last year. Why? Because my food truck business was not doing, and that was by design. I didn't want to do a lot of private catering or a lot of public events because pandemic was in full swing. We hadn't gotten the vaccinations people were dying and some of my customers unfortunately passed away so it was a shocking moment for me to say hey you know what i'm going to bite the bullet you're going to accept the fact that you're not going to make a lot of money but we will provide a way to offer our current customers and we will go to the farmer's market socially distance and all whatnot so so explore avenues beyond just the food truck to build your brand or get you know earn money you know, like I have a meals business, but then I have this business as well. And then I have another business and they're not, I'm not doing all the businesses all the time, but in seasonally I'm doing whenever, whatever makes sense. Always start small, you know, step-by-step step, calculated risk, start small, whatever you are. I always like to say, whatever you're willing to lose is what you should start small. And for me, quite honestly, I started my food journey with $200 investment. I did not want to lose more than 200 I bought stuff from for 200 and that's where I did my first catering. I did only one dish for about 100 plus people. They said, oh, we want you to do everything. I'm like, no, I'm going to do one dish and that's all I'm going to do. So we did the one dish. 
to appetizers and that's it. And they had to buy all the other food. But that dish was so good. We literally had all the housewives clamoring like who has made this food? I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating at all. So, I mean, I've always focused on quality over quantity. So I would, you would never hear, I would like, I know Bill, you talk about going to these really big, fun, you know, these um, music festivals and you have probably done that 10,000, 15,000 people. I'm like, for the quality of food that I want to make, I don't know how, I mean, that's a learning curve for me, but at least, you know, you're taking small. So I did that. Good. Customers are paying. So it's really how you're taking it step by step, take a little bit of investment, make customers a part of your journey. You know, those are some of the important things because ultimately then that's, that's what's going to help. And again, this is just my opinion. You know, I mean, I'm, there are a lot more food truckers who are a lot and restaurant owners and established chefs who are a bazillion times more experienced than I am. So I would listen, I would listen to them, but this is what I have to say. <laughs> I mean, everything that you've been saying is the same things that I say to people, you know, you got to keep it simple. You got to keep it delicious. You got to keep it within your abilities, whatever they are. You know, I didn't start out doing big mu- music concerts or anything like that. You know, my, my very first experience was doing a little teeny tiny hot dog trailer yep. for a track where they called it a trash and treasure event. You know, we yep. did I think 400 and some dollars mm-hmm. in profit that day. And I was thrilled that we did that much profit, but it wasn't a you know big amount of money. And for a lot of people, $400 in profit is nothing, you know, but for exactly. me at that, that time frame, that was a big, big deal. So it's just all about the individual owner staying within their lane, staying within their abilities and then growing and getting better. Let's just distill down one of the challenges that you faced that you overcame and then relate that in a way that the new folks, the people that are getting into the business can maybe see a similar challenge and overcome it as well. Let's say take technology, for example, right? I mean, that's something that that's clearly close to my heart. I've been doing that for almost all my career, right? Is that you got to use the tools at hand to make your life easier these days. I mean, if you are not using, your competitors are, and if your competitors are, guess what? They are the ones getting the your customers, and therefore they are the ones getting your business. It's as simple as that, you know? I mean, I have a pizza truck holder, and there's just so much of pizzas everywhere, you know? Uh, I mean, any given time, you have you know, anywhere you go, you have a lot of pizzas, right? So, but how are you able to use the technology to get, not only to market yourself or to get to your customer or to know where your customer is? And I like, this is the most important challenge that I feel because with enough repetitions, and there's a saying, it takes 10,000 reps to become an expert. Like if you cook, let's say one dish for 10,000 times, you'll become an expert at it, right? So, I mean, I probably would have probably cooked 100,000 plus pizzas in my career. And I have, I'm not exaggerating. I've done a lot of it. So from, when it comes to making pizzas, whether it's in New York or Wood Fired or Chicago or whatnot, I mean, I got that hands down, but that doesn't mean the customer is going to come to me and buy. So I think that people will eventually, the, can I cook? You know, you have, in my mind, there are about three or four challenges, basic challenges. Can one cook, number one, which I believe that if person, like somebody loves tacos or somebody loves Vietnamese or somebody loves barbecues and they do it long enough, they will become experts at it. Gifted people, hardworking people will probably become, 
much sooner. Other people will, like me who are a little less on expert, <laughs> expert have to work really hard to become, but they will become challenged, they will be good. But the, you know, I feel that in this world, there are only two types of people. One who are the makers and the doers and the others who are the sellers. And if you don't have the sellers who are making and doing, then the people who are making and doing really don't have any meaning. So I believe that the challenge of getting people to connect to your customer who want to eat your food is the number one challenge. And I like, and I, as I said, I, I like social media, but then I'm afraid of social media as well because I have seen multiple, like I was in a company and I was a senior director for mobile research. Um, and the, one of the engineers put in an advertisement in the mobile app. And guess what? That We did not have a disclaimer for that advertisement and Google apps shut the whole app down. This is a multi-million dollar company and they shut the whole app down. That itself is, so you got to really, you know, like you're doing in technology, but you, but on the flip side, what we did then did was then we, the, I now have like our website, which is like, okay, you know what? I have my own blog and I have all website. So nobody's going to take that down. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like a insurance field, safe way for me. To, and now I have enough people who are like, okay, you know what? You go to my website. Like in farmer's market, people are like, what's your app? I'm like, no, I have a website. You go to my website and you just order it from there. Now, is it the most best way? These days, people are definitely looking uh, on mobile apps. Absolutely. I mean, I can actually help people do mobile. And I saw that there's some people helping out as mobile. It's pretty good. It's not a one thing or the other. It's taking a platform and doing it really well and using it to connect to your customers, you know what I'm saying? Like Craigslist, right? That is the simplest, dumbest website ever, but see how successful it is. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it is the most basic website, but it is so successful, right? I mean, you have mobile apps that are downloaded so many times and whatnot. They're so successful because they have put it over there. So it's a challenge in, so that's really what I would actually ask people to kind of spend some cycles on is is the, the platforms and the customers and what technologies because i feel this is an underserved area that you know, we can help the customers yeah i'm always trying to get food truckers to get out of the stone age we actually had that discussion today on the group you know the technology is there it's super inexpensive why are people not using it because it'll help them be more efficient it'll help communication be better you know, and if you can do that within the food truck, you can also do it outside of the food truck, like you talked about with social media and having a blog and having a website and all those things help to drive people to your business in their selected method of communication. You talked about some people would rather use an app. Okay. So have an app, but there are still people like me who would rather look at it on a website. And basically all an app is, is a dedicated browser that goes to a website. I mean, is that a fair statement, do you think? So, you know, these days the lines between an app and website are, are uh, blurring out because an app is an independent piece of software that is actually living and breathing in its own ecosystem on the mobile app, or your mobile phone. But the website these days, we have mobile browsers that adjust to the real estate of your screen. So yep. your experience is mobile. But but it's not actually an app. It actually is, you know, in that case, the app is either the Safari app or the Chrome app. Right. But the experience you're getting that as an app. So that's why it's like, you know what, you can either do either of do either of them. 
but make sure that you do it because that's the next generation. Exactly. That's where, every, like, you look, look at DoorDash, right? Look at DoorDash, look at Uber Eats. What are they? They are strictly technology companies. They got nothing to do with food. And they take so much of money because that's where all the gra- people are gravitating, have already gravitated towards. Now, with the pandemic, I see a renewed push to come out of these delivery apps to talk to directly to the small business. Because now I think after pandemic, uh, a lot of people have realized how the restauranters or the food truckers, you know, how, how, how much in the line of fire they have been on the front line when serving to people, you know, and then it's good that our society is realizing this, you know, and so I think we are at a very interesting point where people are, our customers are realizing that, you know what, I don't want to do a DoorDash or a Uber because they take away to 30%. And, you know, and again, this is just, I see a lot of food truckers here, like, you know what, hey, I want to do that event. And they're asking for 20% of my sales. And I don't know about you guys, but sometimes my profit is like 20, 30%. So if I'm going to give away 20% in my sales, effectively, I'm giving away the profit. So effectively, I'm like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) So I think that, again, I'm not specifically saying it for, you know, each case is different. Right. But, But to me, you know, that's where the issue is. And that's how you solve it. Tomorrow is an episode to conclude the interview with Chef Skyler, and we talk about the power of people believing in your skill and in your dream. Thank you for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you find all the information helpful to your business, please consider becoming a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. If you like being around like-minded, positive people, join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We've got a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades-old veterans. They all have your back when it comes to answering questions about the food truck industry. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I've got plenty more to say when it comes to the food truck industry.